as we've just had these contributions, I, I, I feel now's the time to go into the scripture, but we may well have some more words afterwards. I'm going to bring this scripture in a very different way to the way I prepared this, so this should be fun, because I may as well just give up on my notes right from the beginning. But I, I just felt, just as uh, we've had these contributions, Father's saying, yeah, now, let's get into the word, okay? So I'm going to read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1. Which says this, finally, brothers, we instructed you how to live in order to please God, as in fact you are are living. Now we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus to do this more and more, for you know what instructions we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. It's God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like a heathen who do not know God, And that in this matter, no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. The Lord will punish men for all such sins, as we've already told you and warned you. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, he who rejects this instruction does not reject man, but God, who gives you his Holy Spirit. And uh, I feel fathers just wanting to now bring some hope for those of us who are struggling. You may have just read that passage as I was reading it and you may have felt, yeah, I, I want to live a holy life, but I'm struggling. I'm so struggling. I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm, sorry, I don't know what I'm doing with this mic, but it's not very happy at the moment. I'm so struggling to live a holy life. I know God's made me holy through the blood of Jesus. That's true. That's justification by faith. You've been made holy. You've been washed clean by the blood of Jesus. But I want to live a holy life. And you think, but I keep on getting it wrong. I keep on getting it wrong. And and I feel God wants to bring hope today. He knows that we struggle. I think particularly, as this passage is referring to, in the whole area of sexual impurity so many of us will struggle you may say well I'm not, I'm, I'm not being sexually immoral I'm not having an affair with anyone I'm not struggling in that way but maybe we're struggling in other ways sexually maybe with what we see and go look at with pornography if we believe statistics then about a third of us in this room not just men Men and women will be struggling with issues of pornography today. That's just based on some Christian surveys. Suddenly we'll look around. Who is it? Others of us will be struggling with lust. It's what, what we think. It's, what we, it's not necessarily what we go and see on the screen or go and read about, but we just struggle with lustful thoughts. Others of us will be struggling with flirtatious behavior wanting to be flirtatious wanting to have that sense that somebody else is interested in us and yet that's not how God wants us to live and there'll be other areas that's just three but you'll know what your battles with you'll know what your battles with 
It may not be anything in the sexual realm at all. Sorry, I, I, this is really irritating me. I'm going to move to the other mic, if that's okay. Okay. Hopefully we've got rid of the crackles. Um, I think we will be struggling with all sorts of things. It may not even be in the realm of, the se- of sexual purity. It may be in other realms. And God wants to come and put hope in our hearts. Not just a vacant hope where we go, well, maybe one day it will be better in some sort of woolly, vague way. But he wants to put faith in our hearts. Because at the heart of hope is faith, trust in God. That actually he can do something today that he can bring freedom today for these things we struggle over. And that's what Paul's getting at in this letter. He's particularly hitting sexual impurity, but the first part of this passage is all about, actually, how do we live as sanctified beings? How do we live set apart in a pure way? And we do it by the grace of God. We can try for all we want, but it's about the grace of God. It's about understanding who we are, first of all. It's about understanding who we are in Christ. That actually God's made us pure. If you've repented of your sin, then you are made pure. You have been separated from your sin. Sean read that out from Psalm 103 right at the beginning of this meeting. As far as the east is from the west, so far have you separated me from my sin. Well, have you ever travelled east and found the west? You can't. There's still more east to go the whole time. If you're travelling east, you can keep travelling east. Because if you go round the world, you'll keep on going round and round and round and round travelling east. Because it's infinity. And that is how far God has separated us from our sins. And he's made us pure and holy. Totally pure and holy. That's who we are in Christ. It's not just some theory. It's not something ephemeral out there. It's reality. Is we are made pure and holy. If we have confessed our sins in Christ, if we've found God, if we've repented of our sins and turned to him, he makes us pure and holy. That's why we have hope, because God's done it all and we can do nothing. Do you know that? You're made holy, you've been made pure. The challenge then, Paul refers to this, He's then living that out, living out what it means to be pure and holy. And he gives us clues in here how we do it. We do it by the grace of God and we do it by the Spirit of God. It's part of the work of the Spirit, a crucial work of the Spirit, is he gives us strength. He gives us strength to resist temptation. He's the one who helps us to make godly calls, to make godly decisions in our life. To battle with lust and all the other temptations which are are there. He's the one. You can try and do it yourself. You can try. And do you know, you may even have a degree of success by doing it in your flesh. 
But God wants us to do it by spirit. And that's completely different. That's totally different. And that's why he gives us his Holy Spirit. He gives us his spirit to enable us to live life the way he's designed us to be. Pure and holy. To live out what it is in that way. And whether it's actually over issues of sexual impurity or sexual immorality, or whether it's actually other things we battle with, I feel that what God wants to put in our hearts today is this. Hope. Hope it can be different. Because in the grace of God, that's true. And I feel for some of us, it won't be everybody, we felt pressed down and squashed by our sinful habits or things which have controlled our hearts and our lives for years for some of us. And we've, we've, we've got to that place where we've tried to do battle with it. We've tried time and time again. And you've given up. And God's wanting to put hope back in our hearts. And say, by my spirit, by my spirit, in the grace of God, not your efforts, go again. Get somebody to stand with you and pray with you. Confess it before God. Come back into that place of purity which God makes, that place of holiness that God makes. He, he's the one who makes us holy. And look to his spirit who will lead us and guide us. Remember, we were to walk by the spirit of God. Not, not some force, but in some relationship. We're to walk by the spirit of God. And we won't gratify the desires of the sinful nature. That's what scripture says. We're to walk by the spirit. Hand in hand. Walking together through life. And he will lead us and guide us. He'll help us to resist temptation. He'll help us to see what it is and walk clean and walk free. And I feel this morning, God just wants to put this message of hope for many of us, maybe a few, I don't know how many of us this, where we felt hopeless in a part of our life. God does battle on our behalf. He uses us. He uses our will. Yes, absolutely. We have to engage. We have to make choices. But God does battle. He's the one who makes us pure and holy. He's the one who brings freedom by his grace. That we can walk with hope. The hope of God. Hope not just for the, the big, big end times. Yes, of course, hope for that. We have hope. We know we'll be one day in heaven because of the blood of Jesus. But we can walk with hope now. Hope for our circumstances. Hope for our situation. Hope for the challenges we face today. And whether it's a situation like Mari was facing where she just knew she needed to see something broken over her life. You may say, well, isn't that, that's quite small. I'd say that's absolutely massive. Addiction. Addictive behavior, broken in the name of Jesus. As God gives us grace. God puts hope in our hearts. So um, I don't know what these two folks here have got to contribute. I'd be really happy for you to contribute at this point. Is it appropriate? I'm sorry, I don't know. Who's going first? Go on, Katie. We'll have you first. And then we're going to...